Um, hey, welcome to our final live podcast episode of Keeping It Candid. Yay. But also Yay. sad. Yeah, yeah, super sad. It's good. It's a, it's a sad thing, but a good thing because it's been a really good it's been a really good two years and it's been really amazing putting on these events and doing things like this and getting to like meet the people who listen and like actually like chat to you guys properly in real life as opposed to just you guys listening or just DMing us. So it's really nice. It's like a bittersweet thing. It I guess is bittersweet. Yeah, I guess definitely. It, so. I, I said in the last episode, if anyone listened to it, like I feel like by us finishing, I'm sort of losing my voice slightly, which is a bit sad, but... You, I Instagram. Think, <laughs> Insta- that's what Instagram's for, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And also, you're going on to do something really exciting with your new podcast, which is super fun, very different thing to this, but like still really fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we are here today to talk about what defines female success in the modern day. Yeah, right? and I really lo- I love this topic because I think it's something that it changes quite... I think it still changes quite a bit, and I think it's so subjective as well but then it's something that is really like a lot of pressure comes on from other people I think so yeah I think it's a very very interesting topic same so when you were a teenager for you what was success do you oh. think oh is it is it really really bad if I say like a shitload of money like no literally no, no, for no, me literally. I just thought of like I was like being rich living in a massive mansion with like a super hot husband <laughs> and like several cats and actually realistically that's probably still my definition of success in a way. <laughs> like, if I think of myself, like, in 10 years' time, I'd like my life to look like this. It's kind of still the same, really. But, um, but I got my year, when well, my mum sent me my yearbook, uh, like, bit through. So yeah. I don't know if everyone, like, wrote something in their yearbook, but mine was, like, have an Audi Q7 oh. on my driveway and have, like, five Chanel handbags. And yeah. my mum was like, this is the cutest thing. And I was like, fuck oh. me, I was awful. It's so materialistic. It's like, very materialistic. But I think that's the thing. Like, when you think, I guess when you think of success, you think of the very, you think of your life now and you think what you would like it to be like. And it's very easy to just quickly go shotgun on the materialistic things. Like, oh, I would like this and this and that. But... I think, I guess, for me, what I've realised about success over the years, like, yeah, a nice designer bag is great, and mm. it is, for me, that's, that's, it is an indicator of success to an extent, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm six, it doesn't, I, like, I could buy a designer bag and still feel like a failure for some reason or other, like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly, it doesn't always, it's not about materialistic things, and I think growing up a bit more, I still keep saying that. I'm like, oh, when I grow up, but I'm, I'm 28. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, when I grow up, I'm like, oh my god, I am actually technically a grown up now. But does yeah. anyone ever feel like a grown up? Like, does anyone really here feel like not. a grown up? Like, I don't. I don't Never. think we're ever gonna feel ever, like grown up. Ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Never. I'm glad that's like a mutual feeling here. I'm not the only one. Yeah. But um, yeah. going back to teenage success, though. So for me, it was like my GCSEs and my A levels, and also, were you not? Did you get really stressed about them? Because I got. This is such a long, this is like 10 years ago. Yeah. But like super stressed about them. But then obviously that then changes into getting into uni yeah. and then those successes. I think, yeah, it did. And I think I was very aware of the fact that my mum saw like me, I was predicted like all A stars in my GCSEs, but I went from a really good school to a really shit school in that time. So it was like, there was no way I was going to achieve that. Mm. And I had to manage my mum's expectations. And it was really, really tough because it was just, teachers were awful and it was just a very bad environment to learn in and I remember being like it was a pressure and like worrying about the disappointment and disappointing my mom and things like that and it is it's almost like other people's view of success being 
put on you. Yeah, definitely. And then you, that's how you form your version of success. And I think that sometimes can be a bit problematic. Did your parents go to uni? No. No, no yeah. none of them went to uni. But, like, there was so much pressure on me to. I'm the only person in my whole entire family, like, out of my cousins, out like, aunts and uncles, and anyone to ever, ever go to university. Mm. So, like, I kind of felt like this really ridiculous, like... You can't be mad at me for fucking this up because I'm doing better you than didn't you fuck did. Up anyway. like, no, you I didn't. No, completely. But yeah. if I did, they, they made me feel like I was gonna fuck up or like yeah. I was fucking up. There was always, don't you let boys get in the way of your studies? And it was like right before my A levels and my GCSEs, I got dumped two separate boyfriends, literally a week within my final exams. And then my parents were like, you're fucking up the rest of your future because of like this. And I was like, no, they are. So it's hard. Like, did yeah. your parents go to uni? Uh, my mom went to uni when I was like nine, I think. Yeah. So. so yeah. That's nice. I feel like yeah. that she probably would have had a bit more of an understanding approach to it. No, perhaps. I remember knowing how to use a computer and she didn't. I had to type up her dissertation when I was like nine. Wow. So <laughs> I hope she paid so you quite. Like a, good, a little bit of a like I money. I don't think so. I think um, I was just fed and stuff. Like, you Send know, her yeah. your invoice in, in the post. Yeah, yeah. I think um, more than covered it by now. I imagine <laughs> 28 years later of support. Well, yeah. Yeah. But Being success. Supporting. Yeah, success, it is, it is something that I think changes for you throughout your life, mm. for sure. Yeah. I mean, I say that. What does everyone here think yeah. success is? Yeah, what's success to you guys? Feel free to shout some things out. Yeah. <laughs> I won't judge if you say a Chanel handbag. Like, I really <laughs> won't. Like, <laughs> like, when you start off really from the bottom, yeah. and then you work your way up, so not necessarily with money, but, like, with your, like, your career and yeah. things, you've done it all yourself. Yeah. And then you work your way up and you look back and you go, okay, well, I've actually done all that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the thing is like with that, a lot of people we're so busy, and this isn't this isn't can be a criticism and a a positive in a way. We're we're so stuck on the the now and also the future, being like, what can I do more now? What can I do more now? Like to make things better in the future that we forget to look back and be like, look how far you've come. And there's mm. like there's that like saying that it's like. Um, remember when you wanted what you want, like what you have right now. And it goes to show that we, we kind of forget to like look back and actually take stock of like the, how far we've come. So I think that's a really, really good point. Actually. It is so difficult to do that so sometimes, isn't it? When you're, because life is so fast paced, especially in London. Oh yeah. And we're constantly doing all these like incredible things. Yeah. And it's then hard to turn around and be like, you always want to do the next best thing. Yeah, and also I think also when, I mean, it's the same for everyone. It's not just for us. Obviously, we live our mm. lives on social media, but so does everyone to an extent, like we all do. So you're seeing everyone else's successes, because only people pretty much only ever post the successes, and you're yeah. thinking, shit, shit, like I, I'm not measuring up to this, like I'm not going as fast as them. You're seeing somebody who, you know, you might think they're the same age as you, who is succeeding so well, but actually they're like seven, eight years older than you. Or you'll see someone who you know is 22 or, you know, five years younger than you, and they're, they're doing better, and it freaks you out. So you're constantly putting this almost like a, it's almost like being in a pressure cooker of success and like trying to attain success. I, I think, think, did you, when you turned like 25, realize that all the like actresses and pop stars and stuff and then younger than you and you were like, oh. No, I think I've had that realization oh. in the past couple of years. <laughs> and it'll be like, so and so, and they're 21. And I'm like, oh my God, they're 21. Like, I'm like it's old. Never, I think there is that thing where you realize things like that are probably never going to happen to you. And because as a child, <laughs> you it's always possible. Yeah. And I mean, not everyone wants that, of course. And I don't know if I necessarily ever wanted that, but there was this realization that you we're never gonna do it. Yeah, 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 like, oh, I think that was, like, came as a bit of a shock, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, it definitely, so there's so much, like, age-related, and yeah. I think it's, like, 
and I think it definitely depends like where you the background that you come from and this whole like societal boxes to tick like oh like success I think what a lot of people see it as is like oh especially as women oh I need to get married I need, to, like, I need to get engaged, I need to get mm. married, I need to buy a house, I need to have children, I need to also now have a career. But I think back in the day, way long ago, obviously it was all about marriage, kids and a house with your husband. And But now it's like you've got to have a career. It is that pressure to have it all. And whilst I actually think that is in part really amazing and liberating, because it's like, yeah, you, you can have it all. It's fucking loads of pressure. Like, so much it's pressure. It's just a lot to do in a very short space of time. And we have this biological clock, don't we, that you know men don't yeah. have and so we want a successful career but also we're 28 yeah like, exactly should we be getting married yeah oh no i, can't I feel too young that. to get married i like, know i still get blackout drunk on the weekends and wake up on my sofa and then every oh my god every sunday there's like someone who's got married and i'm on my i'm yeah. literally on my sofa on facebook and i'm like yeah. So you got married today and I ordered like Chinese. So. Yeah, I know. And I think, but I think that's the thing. I think I, I do like the fact that I feel like success, the idea of success is opening up more because I've still got like, you know, one of my really good friends from university is having a baby in two months time. And all she ever wanted at uni, despite being like the craziest person probably out of all of us, she was like, I just can't wait to get married and have kids. And then I used to get a little bit annoyed at her because I was like, God, that's so like limiting. But that's what she wanted. That's to her success. And I think I, after... A couple years of living with her at uni, I was like, you know what? That's brilliant. I'm really. That's what. That, like success. That for you is success, and that for you is happiness. And if that's what you want to achieve, that's amazing. Because mm. I know that when you've done that, that's going to be a big tick in the box, and it's going to be a big thing of happiness. But I think everyone's people's versions of success are very, very different now, and it's very easy to let other people's ideas of success like make you question your own. So I've got friends, a lot of friends in London my age, who've been in long-term relationships. They've bought apartments with their boyfriends and they will judge me for renting somewhere and they're like yeah you can afford to buy though probably why don't you just like rent somewhere cheaper and buy it and I'm like but that's not what I want and they're like but why and that because that's their version of success to be fair though I don't really understand that <laughs> I'm just gonna put what? that out no, there no, not buying like, yeah because like, I don't want because if I bought somewhere I'd have to buy somewhere probably zone five yeah I'd have to live like you know like probably a 10 minute walk away from the nearest train or tube station and I love li I love that I can get hit like to I can get to Topshop in 20 minutes by living where I want to live I live in the house that I really enjoy living in but financially like, is it not does it not make and also but then I have to, to buy somewhere no, is it just I, me I trying got, to be like and also I haven't also I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't anyway because yeah. I've only been self-employed for like yeah. one and a bit years so basically mortgage times I couldn't get a mortgage anyway if I wanted to so I might buy next year but it's one of those things that like I don't want to be tied down like that like I don't like for me no, that's, that's just fair not enough. my it's agenda just a like I want to be able to like get up and move and do things like that if I bought I wouldn't I hate the idea of feeling tied to a house and I only want to buy a house if I'm like I love it I want to live here this is the place I want to live so I'd rather keep saving my money and buy when it's somewhere that I would rather live I know I sound very like location 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 and they're all like oh you're gonna have to compromise I'm aware of that one day but it's just not on my agenda for me it's like I want to focus my energy on like traveling and my career and buying will just come at a point when that's what I want to do so but that's the thing like our version I guess that's our, our no our definitely I just well, yeah I do see buying a house as like a success definitely because it's oh, not completely. an easy thing to do and yeah I've not done it yet either um but at the same time I was just thinking like financially <laughs> financially <laughs> as in like because the best thing that you can possibly invest your money in is property yeah but then I, this I, is so I, I, don't, I don't I don't know but I don't have the money to buy at the moment yeah. but I'd hate to have to like give up living zone 2 to live zone 5 to no, buy I somewhere don't, I don't I totally want to live and then I'm that. stuck there for the next like 
I don't know how many years would I have to be stuck there before realistically mm. I could sell again? And I'd be there like, I hate life, I've made a terrible mistake. And that to me would feel probably like I'm abiding by someone else's version of success or society's version of success. But for me, that'd be a failure because I'd feel like I'm failing at happiness because success for me is being happy. And I think for me coming into the start of this year, I realized that I didn't set any like professional goals because I was kind of intimidated by them. And I just set the one like sort of personal goal of being like, I just want to be happier this year. I want to focus on myself. I want to focus on my happiness. Whatever that is, I'm going to focus on that. And that for me was like succeeding and like I'm happy at the no, minute but so I, guess I think the, the most successful thing you can possibly ever be is happy yeah and it's so much easier said than done um and once you're like you can have all the money in the world and still be miserable like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and it's the weirdest thing isn't it because like once you finally yeah. start maybe earning a like a an amount of money that you'd set as a goal or whatever you then think you're going to be happy and you're not because you're still unhappy yeah I know which is funny because when I think about what I still think of success it is all about money but I know that's like that is just one tiny layer to what like success like looks like and it's really actually the more irrelevant la layer yeah. it's all about how like how happy you are in your life and like what what you're what you're doing with yourself I think success is also like looking after your body like that's quite successful that's a you know a good thing you can do so maybe getting less blackout drunk at the weekend yeah <laughs> I feel that's a very like modern way of looking at like at it as well like now yeah. because I feel like everyone's kind of getting more in tune with your body and like things like that and honoring your body and all that kind of shit and I think that's actually but like how can you be successful if you don't have the tools to do it like if your body's fucked and you can't then go out and like do the things you need to do then you theoretically yeah. can't really be successful but that's so interesting as well because I then find that so many people push this idea of success and it comes related to like being busy and they're like and they were like, oh, I'm so busy, I'm doing this, and I've got this appointment and this meeting, and I'm seeing this person. And they're like, oh, I'm busy, busy, oh, God, I'm not going to stop for weeks. And they are like, sort of saying that to be like, look how successful I am. But actually, when people say, I used to think that, I used to be like, whoa, you've got loads going on. Like, oh my God, you're way more successful than me. And it would intimidate me, whereas mm. now I'm like, oh my God, you must be so tired. Like, <laughs> wow, I bet you're really struggling. I feel bad for you. I just can't wait to go to sleep and get my eight hours. So I think that's, that's it's, it's so interesting. Yeah, no, I yeah. get that. Like, yeah, having, having been one of the people who had a really busy weekend this weekend. Yeah, I know. I'm like, fuck, I'm tired. But, but at the same time, it's the same thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's like, it's nice to be busy, but it's also a happy medium. Yeah. Balance. Balance, balance the key balance word. Is always the key, key word in life. I feel that's defined by defining my twenties yeah. is just balance. Do you also think that success is how you accomplish things rather than what you accomplish? Yeah, I think so because I think the way that like it's it's the learning curve, the lear the things that you learn whilst achieving something and whilst yeah. on the journey to success, I think can actually be way more of an incredible thing than actually what you achieve yeah definitely yeah it's the journey that you go on with something but not also that i think like it plays into morals as well like say you were in investment banking mm. and you ripped a load of people off and then you made loads of money and therefore you think you're successful but like then i guess it comes down to whether you'd feel bad about it yeah morals yeah morals and success <laughs> what is success <laughs> for you yeah i know and I think that's the thing. But I think a lot of people, like, they work in those kind of industries and still they feel they have that, like, inherent guilt about that. I, I mean, know. it could be about anything, couldn't it? It yeah. could be from, like, you know... Promoting a fast fashion know. brand, things like that. I don't know. Things like that, but... Various but yeah. things, yeah. I think what I, I've come to realise as well with success is, like, the most opposite thing... The most seemingly opposite thing to it 
is actually so very linked to it. So failure. Like I was listening to Elizabeth Day's podcast, um, How to Fail, like with a couple of Favorite people. Favorite podcast. So ever. good. And like I love it so much because it is it's so uplifting the way that she's interviewing these people and she asks them to talk about their her three their their three failures, like big failures things that like went wrong, things that they were like, oh shit, like, you know, I've really fucked up here. But like what they learned from them and how they've become successful from it. And I think that's the thing, you learn so much from your mistakes and you don't, you like what like making mistakes and fail, having failures does is it teaches you to be successful. It teaches you like, oh, I'm not gonna do that again or I won't do it that way or this is a better way to do it. And you I have to get things wrong to then be able to improve on them. Right? Yeah, completely. What so, would you say that you've, gotten wrong and then you've God. been like oh shit need to improve on that and then you then I'm, I'm trying to think of something oh my God, I know this is like you know when someone asks you to tell like a joke or something and you're like haha on the spot I don't have one it is I think loads um, of things and I think it's like little things as well I'm always doing little things and I think even like the approach I think like certain things that I've said on the internet before that I've said with mm. like no meaning to cause no offence and someone's been like oh that's actually a little bit mean and I'm like whoa you're right like that is quite mean we and did like, a podcast on obesity um, yes. and we the cancer obesity ads and everything yeah, yeah. and we got quite a lot of not necessarily even backlash but we've got I've got like plus we've got plus yeah. size blogger mates and I guess we just didn't think when we did it like who we were yeah, yeah, and like we try, yeah, and also, like I do it's think just it came across. I, think, I learn a lot from that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's one of the things. And it's amount. like it's just one of the things that we obviously we didn't mean any offense by it, but we didn't really necessarily think exactly of how what we said might have been taken by others. I don't think there was anything really terrible that we said in it at all. But it was no, just but I think it's more about like you know we have these friends who, especially like Callie, who's been oh, on I the podcast. So Callie much, yeah. she's like yeah. fantastic. Um, Ray of sunshine and. I guess with that we should have been standing our ground for our friends rather than trying to pick it apart. Yeah, completely. So that was like I a think, good learning lesson. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's a, I think, you know, being in social media and having a bit of a platform, it does teach you, because you will have people pick you out on your failures and be like, oh, blah, 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 and you're there like, oh shit, yeah. And like, I think I posted like an Instagram story about something and I deleted it and I meant nothing by it, but then I was like, I meant nothing by it and I stand by what I said, but I would hate the idea that I've hurt someone by that. and. I'm deleting that because I, I, I wouldn't, it's, it's coming across totally different to the way that I meant it. And that for me, it's just, it makes you really like, it makes you kind of like check like your privilege and what you're saying a lot mm. more. And I think that that's something that I'm actually really grateful for, for sometimes. Yeah. yeah, really. Makes you a bit more of an empathetic person. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's important when you're saying a lot of things to a lot of people mm -hmm. to be, you know, kind of well-informed on what you're saying, which I guess we haven't always been. Yeah. But anyway. There you go, make fa failures, make, <laughs> make, you know, you make mistakes and you learn from them. Yeah, so exactly. They're not always a bad thing. Do you think that you're always, you'll ever feel like you're totally successful? Oh, I do have days where like I do, I do feel it, but it's mm. only like, cause I'm doing something. Cause when I did, I did a talk at Lincoln University, I took a lecture there and I had to do a whole, PowerPoint presentation about myself and it felt like the weirdest, most self-indulgent thing in the world. I was there like, wrote my name, Sophie Milner, and I was there like, ugh. I was like, this is weird, put my own pictures into it. And it felt so weird, but when I went through it, I was going through a phase where I felt like a failure constantly. Mm. I was comparing myself to other people and I was like, I'm so shit at what I do. And I was comparing myself constantly to others. And then I sat down, like actually, because I was having to write down all the good things that I've achieved, I left that thinking, fuck, I'm cool, I've done all this, like, this is amazing, <laughs> I feel great about myself, I'm successful. And, like, I think actually that's a really important thing 
people should do when yeah. they are feeling a bit like oh like I fucked it like like I'm a failure I'm not or I'm not where I want to be I'm not where my friends are if you yeah. just sit down and actually write down things that you're proud about and things that you've achieved and what you have done to get there because we've come like blind to it a lot of the time because we're just living in this like well yeah it's like bubble, what we so said at the beginning yeah just, you know, totally. we're just moving so fast and trying yeah. to do the next thing that completely you so yeah I don't think that's take like time to think about it sometimes but I don't it's very rare that that happens it's only like when I actually have to do something or talk about something that I think like yeah actually that's do you not cool, feel like because this is how I feel that when I have it sort of goes back to the same thing but when I feel like I'm doing something good I then try and do go to the next level so then it's like it's a never-ending mm-hmm. thing. Like, you, you find success, but you don't necessarily... I don't think I'll ever feel like I'm entirely successful. No. There's always more that I could be doing. It's only when you stop to look back that you feel successful. It's never in the moment. Mm. Very rarely in the moment, I think, because you're always being like, all right, okay, tick in the box, but you move on to the next thing. It's the yeah. same. I think it's the same for anyone who goes from college to university or, like, goes from school into a job and a promotion. Like, it, it, it's just constantly, like, you've got that ticked in the box, and you're like, yeah, but what now? What next? How can I, what's, what's the next move? So yeah, it's always, it's relent, it can be relentless. I think like we've got to kind of stop and when we, when we do something good happens, instead of like going straight away being like, oh, what am I doing next? You've got to think like, oh, okay, I've done well. I'm going to give myself a few days to really like revel in this and enjoy it and have self-celebration. What about, because this has been quite career focused, hasn't it? What about like success in relationships and success elsewhere? Because I think relationships play into, if I'm not having like a good week seeing enough friends and stuff and doing stuff outside of work, yeah, then I won't be like my best self. Um, so I think relationships and like success in relationships is really important. Yeah, it is. Well, that's the thing. I guess you grow so much from them in general. Mm. And that often comes, it comes from things like arguments, fallouts, like tension and how you deal with that. It makes yeah. you like, it builds, it makes it builds your bloody personal skills at the end of the day like it's, yeah no definitely it's on those things yeah I definitely feel like it's something that we do yeah our focus is always on like career-based success yeah and rather than personal success really and I think it's important to like, look at that I think, I think even mental health wise because obviously mental health is super important yeah. as well but if yeah. you think about like your mental health last year wasn't great my mental health this year wasn't great but it's now like getting better yeah so things like that like that for me is like success that's yeah. probably the most important thing and then it is and it yeah. should be like your mental health and your well and your well-being should always be the most important part mm. that should be like that should be your focus you should never I don't I don't agree with the fact that you should let that suffer in terms of your career success like I remember taking a bit of a step back from things and like figuring out my work-life balance a little bit more in yeah. order to feel happier which was my main goal of the year and that to me was success and I remember like, my parents like hounding me being like oh you're taking your eye off the business and la 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 and I was there like and that was like stressing me out and making me feel like so shit and I know they were just concerned about me mm. but like I was just there like why can't you be concerned about like my mental health and my well-being and obviously they're from that the generation thing, though, like, like my dad doesn't believe health, in therapy yeah at all like he doesn't believe in therapy what? he doesn't even like I've never taken antidepressants so I don't know how it works yeah but he doesn't believe in like drugs for yeah you know illness or unless it's like a physical illness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, my mum wouldn't call my therapist oh, a therapist. She'd be like, oh, how's your friend that you talk to? And I'm there like, <laughs> oh, the friend that I pay by the hour to talk to every week. Do you know I like, feel like yes, I sir. should pay some of my friends sometimes. <laughs> I, know. Like, I know. It's a good way to make a bit of money for them. But, but yeah, like it is one of these things. I do definitely think it's a generational thing. So, yeah. What do you think about like, you know, your mental health and success? I think, I think it's a really important thing to focus on and 
that should yeah for me that's definitely been my main point if my mental health is in check then everything else is in check like that's literally it's that simple yeah because you appreciate everything more mm. i think all the all the career successes that do come your way you're like yeah well, it's that's not even great. That. It's like, like I, I would you know when we did this last year yeah. or in january i was shitting myself to say i'm fine yeah like because i've done all this work in like therapy etc yeah on my self-esteem yeah yeah but it's good but no you have to do it and like that is success yeah. i think personally like as well as a chanel handbag but yeah that's like only a little bit there's there's definitely there's materialistic and more like real like heartfelt meaningful personal things what are your like top tips for success or to be more successful you know what i i would i've got like kind of a couple of approaches to this I guess I think maybe I think planning in a way like saying what's like planning because I think also and this is an Elizabeth Day's How to Fail podcast they were talking about having a five year plan and how actually that's really like stupid and shitty because your life changes all the time mm. you can't do that and then you're going to feel like you're failing if you're not sticking to this five year plan originally I had a five year plan back when I was probably 19 and it involved moving to New York at 23 or something and like <laughs> I, I got to London and I was there like I don't really want to move to New York anymore. And like, I kind of in my head thought that I was failing because I was like, you know, not doing my younger self the what I wanted to do. So I felt like I was failing. So I think kind of having a bit of a loose like set of goals or things that you want to achieve, which is a mix of kind of more like personal, well-being, fitness, career things, like a good mix, like things with your family, things with your relationships. I think that's like super important. So I think having that plan, but also like, knowing to give yourself a break like yeah. you know what and also when you do fail I don't know about you but when I like fail or fuck something up I go into a bit of a hole and I'm like fuck I've ruined everything I'm really I catastrophize all these things instead of actually thinking logically about mm. it and I think you've got to kind of take a step back and like rip your emotions from it a little bit and being like okay that's not gone right it's not the end of the world what can I learn from this going forward like what's the what's the takeaway from this that's it and so yeah. I think that that's that would be my tips and success like have a bit of like a loose like set of like goals visualize them do all that crap but also if you do fuck things up there's, there's, there's no point in failing like there's no there's no good takeaway from failing if you don't take away something good from it so yeah that'd be it. what about you what would your tips and success be um I guess to work out what you want yeah I think sometimes we get stuck in this thing of thinking that we want to be this person or do this thing because I don't know, because maybe you wanted to do it when you were a kid and then you've like been like, oh, I must do this. Mm -hmm. And then, so you need to work out what you want to do and then do it. Yeah, completely. But if, and if you don't want to do something, don't do it. Yeah, it's and like, I think... Yeah, that's simple. Yeah. So you can't be successful if you don't know what success is for you. Yeah, and that's the thing as well, that said, you can't like really try and like create a distance between what your friends want and what you want because it can be so completely different, especially if you've got friends from back home, friends from uni and people might take different like channels and things mm. like that and and your versions of success are, are going to be different so don't let other people's like pressures make you feel like I remember I get asked on my Sunday Q&A's some girls like oh do you ever feel like you're failing because you know you're like in your late 20s I was like oh thanks um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're in your late 20s and you know you've not you've not got kids you're not married you're not engaged you haven't got a house and I was there, like you know what never I was like, it's I, so weird because for me those aren't priorities yeah I have, yeah same and you know what for some people they yeah. are and I completely get that and that must be frustrating but I think at the end of the day like if that's not your priority don't ever let that make don't let other people's priorities make you think that should be a priority yeah but also you. if that is your priority 
so fine. <laughs> yeah, so fine. Also, yeah, like yeah, you gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta live your life. Yeah, you gotta live your life, and I think that's one thing. Like I've had, I have people message me, be like, I do want to do this, and I feel like I am falling behind, and I'm like, hey, look, like you know what, things take time, and you've just gotta like trust, put your faith in the system that things will like fall into place. Like, I think I said that I wanted to be married by thirty, but my boyfriend's two years younger than me, and mm. oh no, I think I said I wanted to be engaged by twenty-eight. It's like a dream I'd had since I was like little. Yeah. I don't know. And then I got to twenty-eight, and it didn't happen. Um, and yeah, we're reevaluating the situation. It's fine. It's so fine. You're still 28. You've got time, right? Yeah, no, I actually, it's weird. Like, <laughs> now that that's like been and gone, I'm now not stressed by it. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, yeah, it's not I think happening. that's the thing you do. When you're younger, I think you put this, pro- that's the, it kind of comes back to the five-year plan thing. Mm. You think that's what you're going to want. You think that's what you should do. But actually, when you get into it a bit more, you're like, eh, not really what I want anymore. And you reevaluate. So that's why five-year plans actually can be kind of a little bit, Pointless, and what change. a nice place to end. Yeah. Don't make a five-year plan. Yeah, just live your life. <laughs> Does um, anyone have any questions? <laughs> and this is what we were worried about. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah. Should have sent an email. You must come prepared with a question, or you won't be allowed yeah. in. <laughs> um, but yeah. Did you get any questions on Instagram? Oh, the can... only question I got on Instagram because I posted it 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I checked it within the first 20 minutes. And that was it. I haven't checked it since. And the only thing someone asked was how much did your rickshaw cost to get you up the up up Oxford Street? Because they drove us in a rickshaw, and that is the only <laughs> question that I got. I got asked. I was like, oh well, you know, I don't really know. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's, okay, that's, I think that's a good thing to have an idea. So for me, I would really, like idealistically, professionally, I want to have a book out. I want to get back into blogging more because I've just sidelined that completely because I need to revamp my website and do all that stuff. And I've been away all summer, so I haven't really like had the time. So things like that, like write a book, get doing more, like to do more things on YouTube and just kind of like continue to like grow my career. I think the thing with the industry that we're in, it's a very it's a very fluid one and people think that can be really scary and I think it can be, but if you look at it more of a positive way, actually it can really create some exciting opportunities. So I just kind of want to go with the flow and keep growing and building and just enjoying it. And I think person, in a personal way, I just want to, I want to spend the next couple years traveling as much as I can because I didn't really get to do that a lot when I was I was younger and I just want to I just want to like see things and I want I don't want to just go and like take a nice bikini picture in a resort I want to do that but I want to go out and see lots of things and kind of like push my comfort zone a little bit and yeah that's about it I'd like to do a marathon actually but I'm terrified of it I think this yeah, is a very like so impressive. this is a very secret one because so to me my like when I'm about fitness success the most success, successful thing somebody can do in fitness is a marathon like and I know other people might think the most successful thing in fitness to them is like lifting so many kilograms yeah. whatever but like to me it's doing that because I'm so far from doing being able to do that so that's a very like secret one which will probably never happen so I'm not putting pressure on that but yeah when's your marathon Ah, where Gosh. is it? Marathon in April. Uh, Edinburgh. Uh, Good luck. It's Edinburgh Hilly. No, it's flat. The marathon. No way, really. Yeah, it's just so cool. Oh, okay. Oh, wicked. Okay, great. That's good. Good luck. That's good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, what about you? You? What's your? What's your future thing for you? Um. Yeah. Sorry. What was the question again? <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Um, so, I guess I've already started doing my like future. I'm doing a new podcast, which I've mentioned about 20 million times. Um, 
please listen to it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and it's about women in music, so I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm it's like basically delving into being a woman in the music industry and interviewing loads of different women who do like a various range of things. So that's what I'm doing next. And Super exciting. I keep forgetting that I've got this terrible thing in my hand. I had to shoot a project earlier and put my hand into like a hole. And I thought I was getting a hand massage. They put on a temporary oh. tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why that's there. Such a disappointment. Yeah, I like, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so that, and then I would like to play Glastonbury next year. That's like, that's what I would that's like to do. That's amazing. So I don't know how I'm gonna make that happen, but that's like my, yeah. Put it out to the universe. Exactly. Yeah. I've said it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Pressure's on that. Does anyone know who is the booker for Glastonbury bar Emily Evis? Like, she must have other people. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Any yeah. other questions? I think we're good. We good? Cool. Well, that's a wrap, I guess. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for coming. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. I just Well done. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for coming, guys. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I think, are there more drinks? There There's more drinks. more drinks. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. So great. Amazing. Cool. Let's go have some more drinks. Uh, could you stop? Stop. Oh, oh. That one? No. Oh, actually, nope. can I take a selfie? Yeah. Wait, stop one's that one, right?